Thank you for traveling with Amex Platinum. To your right, you'll see Oceanside Relaxation at a fine hotel and resort property. When booked through Amex Travel, you can enjoy complimentary breakfast for 2 and 4 p.m. late checkout. That's the powerful backing of American Express. Terms apply. Learn more at americanexpress.com slash with Amex. The Big Take from Bloomberg News brings you what's shaping the world's economies with the smartest and best-informed business reporters around the world. We cover the stories behind what's moving money and markets and help you understand what's happening, what it means, and why it matters every afternoon. I'm Sarah Holder. I'm Saleh Mosin, And I'm David Gura. Listen to The Big Take on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. Hey, what up, welcome in. I'm Doug Gottlieb. This is All Bull. Man, we got a special treat for you. Um, As some of you know, I've become a lot more engrossed in youth basketball. My dad was a longtime AAU coach. He had a uh, basketball academy. He was, uh, he used all his connections in recruiting to uh, help place kids forever and then turn that into a business. And um, it's interesting because uh, with my own son, I've kind of reworked it and I've coached uh, really, sixth, seventh, and eighth grade basketball for the last four years or so. Uh, as our kids have matriculated to high school, now I have players that I've coached that are sophomores in high school. And uh, the plan is for this spring to get hardcore into high school AU basketball. My own son's in eighth grade. And so I've, I've gotten a little bit of the landscape. And, and last year, I became kind of knowledgeable about, about T3 TV. It's run by a guy named Terry Holt. Um, it's in just Mason, Ohio. And Terry's got an interesting backstory. And when I tell you this is the hottest of the hot camps, if you will, that's exactly what this thing is. Um, next weekend, and that's the weekend of the third through the fifth, the T3 TV, this is the fourth year, I believe they've had it. You can have over 600 kids, 600. Now it's not for everybody. It's not you know, the, the purest of greatest of pure basketball in terms of movement and player relocation. There's there's look, there's a lot of stuff to it. And it's interesting because I've gotten a chance to spend a lot of time around a couple college basketball programs, specifically this year in Oklahoma State. And, you know, the rewiring of players, even really, really talented young players to fit a college system and a college style. And look, Oklahoma State style, for example, everything they're running for the most part in terms of sets or mirror sets that you see run in FIBA and run in the NBA. So when I say to fit a college system, it sounds like you're trying to do square peg round hole, but the truth is that's how they're going to play basketball the rest of their lives. So you do have to kind of rewire kids and help them understand that, you know, playing downhill in high school and AAU and prep school ball, that may work, but now you get against like size, like athletic kids and some players aren't able to play downhill. Matter of fact, when you watch the NBA, as much as Jason Tatum's in his bag, you know, you look around the court and there's three or four other guys that they don't dribble or maybe rule of two, which is, you know, you get two seconds, two dribbles, always play off two feet. It's a very kind of standard way of playing. You know, yes, you'll have one guy who gets a chance to go one-on-one, but maybe one guy on the roster or one guy on the floor at once. And many of the players playing in college aren't that one guy, or at least not yet. But there is something to the having camp where kids just try and show themselves and have fun. You know, at the end of the day, it is supposed to be about 
growing your own kind of personal brand, seeing all the rest of the players around the country, seeing how they play, what they're like, learning a little bit about them and watching them play, watching their movements. And you can, it doesn't, it's not hard to figure out who the best of the best are. It's not hard to figure out who moves better and who's more athletic. Now, once you get to middle school, really sixth grade on, a lot of it becomes about when you've hit puberty, if you've hit puberty, early bloomers uh, uh, oftentimes reap the benefits more so than late bloomers. But late bloomers, I mean, heck, look at the Golden State Warriors, right? I mean, Steph Curry, late bloomer, Clay Thompson, late bloomer. Um, Andrew Riggins was not a late bloomer, but uh, I would say Draymond Green was heavy in college, good player, but had to lose a bunch of weight. But the, the point is, if you go through their roster, you'll find several late bloomers especially their two superstars who have end up becoming uh, virtual locks to be hall of famers. And they were not have they recruited. One reason was they were late bloomers. Anyway, uh, without further ado, I thought you'd enjoy this. This is me and Terry Holt catching up in regards to his camp, which still has some open spots. So Terry, when, when people think of you and your family, think of football. Okay? They just do. It's a, it's a football. Like, when did you first start hooping? Well, I first started hooping when I was about 12 years old. You know, went, basically went in the alley, taught myself, you know, begged my grandma to sign me up for, you know, the local team and, you know, just went from there. Well, what was it like when you hooping, like, in high school? Well, basically in high school, you know, I was kind of like an average player. You know what I mean? Like, you know, I was a good passer, good, like, basically, basically a solid point guard. You know what I mean? Like, you know, I was kind of like a nervous player when uh, when I was back in high school, you know. And that's what kind of, you know, that's why I kind of like helping the kids now, like build their confidence and stuff like that. Like when I'm at the camp, you know, I kind of hype them up, you know, help them get uh, on the like the national rankings and just anything to build the confidence, man, of a kid. It's interesting. It's interesting because the little I know you, I would never think you'd lack confidence. <laughs> what changed? What 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 changing you personally that allowed you to build your own self confidence? Well, basically, just you know, kind of the stuff I went through in my life. You know what I mean? Just basically, you know, back when I was younger, you know, like a lot of kids suffer from things that I suffer from, as far as like peer pressure and just caring about what other people think, and you know, so all of that, you know, my story, all of that kind of motivated me to you know change it up. You know what I mean? What was, what, what was the toughest time you went went through? Well, the toughest time in my life I went through was, well, one of them, I got, I got a couple of those. I'm going to name one of them, you know what I mean, as far as pertaining to the business. One of the toughest times is, you know, last year at my camp, you know what I mean? It was probably like, let's say, uh, you know, a couple days before the camp, you know what I mean? Like, no, it was about a week before the camp, you know, not a couple days. Like, my shipment of jerseys for the kids you know what I mean? It, it Somebody basically, you know, took them. You know what I mean? But I still made it happen. It just was a tough time. Other did they take them out of your car or did they take them no, before they, they arrived? <laughs> no, he basically he basically just kind of like, you know, what they call it, finesse me on the money. Like I kind of sent him the money for the jerseys and he never sent me, you know, what I needed to get. You know what I mean? But, you know, that was just one time, you know, probably. So what's, so what's that like? So, okay, for, so. So for people who don't know T3 TV, how many kids did you have last year? Oh, man, 540 kids. You got 540 kids. Yeah. How many days before camp 
did you realize you didn't have the jerseys? Well, it was probably, I was reaching out to him probably like 14 days before the camp, just kind of like, hey, when you going to send them, when you going to send them, when you going to send them? And it was just no response, you know? So I kind of like snapped into it probably like set six, seven days. And I kind of had to pay a lot more money to get the jerseys even faster for the kids. You know what I mean? How'd the camp come to be? How'd you, how'd you come up with the idea? Well, basically, I first, I, my son, I, you know, I had a kid, you know, like most dads. Uh, I like the sports. So, you know, I basically threw him in the local YMCA. So I was recording videos on my phone. You know what I mean? And uh, I just like start making videos on him. He start. I kept training him. He basically went viral. I bought a camera like, hold on, man. I kind of, you know, I kind of can do this. So I start making videos on other kids. And then I just like developed a passion for it. And then, you know, I kind of like start seeing so many kids. So I developed like a ranking system to for for the youth AAU basketball to help kids get exposure so they can know who is who for right now. You know what I mean? Like, you know, we all know sure. rankings at, you know, pretty much sixth grade and under is like it's going to change. You know what I mean? But, you know, it's, it's all fun for the kids. And uh, that kind, I kind of developed a passion for like, you know, helping them, man. Like, I just like to see. So, how how long how long ago was your first camp? What was your first? Camp? Uh, four years ago. How many kids? First, first, first camp, man. I blew them out the water, man. Three hundred and I think thirty, maybe forty kids. When you when you start when you start planning this thing, and you come up with the idea to put together, how many did you really think you were going to get? I ain't gonna lie, man. I thought I was gonna bust. I thought I was gonna. I thought I was gonna get. I was scared. I thought I was gonna get seventy kids. I thought it was over, and then it was just like that, man. Like they came. Like you know, I, I always made looked out for the like the really good kids. So I think that kind of helped me in the long run, like far as me seeing them at an event, and I'll make a video on them, and then I somehow you know let, let uh, put them on the rankings, and then it just developed into where. I start being kind of like a little bit accurate. Like, you know, I got some real kids that came through my camp. You know what I mean? Like number one player, sure. AJ the uh the Bester. I'm probably saying his name wrong. You know, that's a good friend of mine. He came through the camp. Uh, you know, I got I got a lot of them, man. Like Jerry Easter, you know what I mean? Like I got a lot of kids that potential pros that's gone. I'm gonna be talking a lot of trash in the future, man. <laughs> so so you you end up having three hundred and thirty kids or so the the first ones, right? But what happens when you have success in the basketball world, in any world, is now all of a sudden everybody wants to be your friend, everybody wants to speak, right? Yeah, like this is your thing you create. How have you been able to kind of maintain your own brand and your own thing when everybody wants a piece? Well, you know, it's kind of it's it's it ain't easy. I tell you that you get what I'm saying. Like you know. It's basically, I just take, you know, I just roll with the punches, man. Like, I definitely made mistakes, like, far as doing business with the wrong people, far as, uh, you know, I just got to, like, I've just been living and learning, you know what I mean? And just getting better every year, you know what I mean? To where I locked it in solid. Okay, so somebody's trying to get into the basketball business, camp business, tournament business, the AU business. What are the things you learned? How would, how would you advise well, first of all, I would say you definitely got to get in with the kids because 
they got to want to come and support your event before the parents even think about bringing. You get what I'm saying? And then, you know, yeah. another thing is. So, so how do you do that? So, okay. Let's just start with the kids. How do you, how do you like, we're all adults. We're all parents. How do you get into the kids? You want to be your event. What's, what's the secret? Well, the secret is, man, you got, you got, you got to kiss. You got to, you know, you got to, <laughs> you got to, you got to go and kiss a little booty. Yeah, you got to kiss the booty, man. You got mixtapes. You got to go in mixtapes, mix free mixtapes. You, yeah. you, you, you can't go free up to them charging them right off the brick. You cannot do that. You know what I mean? You got to, you got to post them a lot. You know what I mean? And that still might not work. You know what I mean? It's, you got to kind of, and you got to kind of represent yourself to where people want to look up to you. You know what I mean? You got to be like a positive role model. You can't just be someone that's just, I mean, basically, I'm not saying you can't be a regular person, but you got to have something special about you, man. Like it could be you making mixtapes. You can have a talent and making mixtapes. You can have charisma with the people. You know what I mean? You can, uh, it's all type of things you can do. But my, my advice to anyone is just build your connections and the kids are included with the connections. You know what I mean? Okay, so you build your connections, you have your kids, then what? Then you have to get a website. You have to basically get a flyer. You have to do, you know, a lot of planning. How are you going to run this camp? Uh, how are, the, uh, are you going to do drills? Is it going to just be games? How many teams, how many kids are you going to accept? Uh, who's going to be uh, in charge of coaches? You, it's all type of planning you have to do before you even thinking about, because a lot of these people just throw out a flyer and don't even know what they doing. And then when the camp come, it just be some, some crazy stuff that you wish you never went and wasted your money on. You know what I mean? So, you know, and I didn't, I didn't, I didn't been through that where I wasn't organized, uh, the way I could be, you get what I'm saying? And, you know, my advice to anyone, man, is just, you gotta, you gotta get in with the people. Like, However, however you can. Fox Sports Radio has the best sports talk lineup in the nation. Catch all of our shows at foxsportsradio.com. And within the iHeartRadio app, search FSR to listen live. If you love sports and true crime, then there's a new podcast from executive producer Dan Patrick and hosted by me, Jay Harris, that you won't want to miss. Playing Dirty Sports Scandals. Each week, I'm squeezing the juiciest details from some of the biggest sports scandals ever. I'm talking Marcus Dixon, Olympic gymnastics, Kane Velasquez, salacious Super Bowl-level scandals. Join me on the dark side of sports by listening to Playing Dirty Sports Scandals on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. What's up, everybody? This is Stephen A. Smith. When I'm not at my day job, first tape. You can find me in my studio hosting the Stephen A. Smith Show podcast. Tune in every Monday, Wednesday, and Friday at the very least as I bring you all new episodes that feature the biggest headlines in the world of sports, pop culture, business, and politics. You'll hear my unfiltered opinions on those nauseating cowboy fans, the chaos in Washington, D.C., and trending topics on social media as well as my straight-shooter interviews with top celebrities and game-changers. And I occasionally give out love advice. Yes, it's true. If you want to know my true feelings about something, I'll give it to you straight. So, listen to the Stephen A. Smith Show podcast on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever 
you get your podcast. Who's the person who helps you stay organized most? People don't have to know who she, he or she is. Who's the person who's like, man, this one's my rock. They, they do all the little things for me. My wife. My wife, Whitney. She, without her, I mean, man, I would be late on a lot of stuff. I tell you that. You know what I'm saying? Like, she, she'd stay on me about everything. So does, so does, she, get, does she get to go on vacation? After this, um, did she get a special trip? Of course. After, after got, the camp's over. Oh, okay. I got to shoot her to Vegas. I got to. We might come out there with you, man. We might, we, we might come, come kick it with you, come, man. Come I out. definitely want to see what it's like out there. Come come kick it whenever. <laughs> um, you started this because of your son. This is this is Terry, right? Yes. Okay, because you have two. I you got two, two, Terry sons. and Taylor Holt. Okay, so let's let's start with Terry. Okay. He's what year? 2031. Which is twenty thirty one. It seemed like it seemed like some futuristic. It seemed like we're gonna be flying uh, spaceships then, don't it? So, so, yeah. yeah. So, uh, yeah. He's fifth grade. You get what I'm saying? Currently fifth grade. Yeah. Eleven years old. You know what I mean? And uh, he definitely got a bright future, man. If, if genetics and 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 his heart taking there. You know what I mean? What what? So what is his what's his routine like? What's his weekly schedule like at, at, at fifth grade? Well, basically, you know, first, you know, he get up. In the morning, get ready for school. You know, he go to uh, a private school, you know, pretty good school. Then after school, he get out of school around 3.20. You know, he reports to the gym at 3.40. So he practice, you know, Monday, Monday uh, and Thursday. Monday, Thursday, he just practice individually with me. So we got Tuesday where he go to a day where he go with his school. He practices with them. Then he has to go down with the local team and practice with them. Then we got Wednesday where we have to do the same thing. And then we got individual practice Thursday after the after the school process, you know what I mean? And then we have uh, team practice Friday. And then, you know, it's basically the same thing. He goes to practice, gets out, uh, does his homework before or after, depending on what time that we have practice. And then, you know, get in that shower and, and, and hit the, you know, hit the hay. Who does he look up to? Who's who's the guy he patterns his game on? You know, other than other than your boy, other than your boy right here, you looking at? <laughs> you know, he he loved LeBron James, like that's his boy, man. Other than uh, some of them rappers that I don't approve of, even though I like their songs, you know what I mean? You know, he liked Little yeah. Dirk, of course. You know what I mean? Uh, I met Little Dirk. Yeah, Little Dirk. He he got the juice right now. You know what I mean? No uh, King Von. He like he he liked the King Von. You know what I mean? Uh, but LeBron James is probably the one he really look up to the most. What is basketball like in Ohio? I feel like it's it, it's good, but you gotta it's spaced out. We got some good basketball, it's, but it's like it's not like a bigger city to where you can kind of stay local and and play against some good people. Like you got to kind of like me being a Dayton. But you got you got you you got thirteen Division one schools, right? Yeah. You got. You got Cincinnati, you got Dayton, you got Columbus, you got Cleveland. We, when you get to that level, it's wonderful. You know, far as but far as the youth, I would yeah. you know I would like it if we if 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 we could unite a little bit more in here because we got a lot of ballers here, man. It's, we, we have the same the same problem at a, a bigger scale in LA, right? Where you like there's so many teams and so many dudes doing their own thing. It's like, hey, if we just had like one or two groups, yeah. we beat everybody, but they all kind of. All break off, and I know it's that, that way in Ohio, even smaller state, right? Where everybody's kind of got their own thing, 
And then you end up you play against each other all the time. And if you just united and play together, now you'd have a, a super team. We'll 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 have a monster. We'll have a monster. Like like every grade level. I'm talking about from kindergarten to high school. You get what I'm saying? Like we will be able to really make some noise if we really just combine and and you know, but it, but I know that's a little I know that would probably, you know, that's 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 slim on happening, but I wish it could, man. You know what I'm saying? Because we got a lot of talent here that's spaced out. And I'm tired of traveling to play some good competition. No no question. Um, okay, what about Taylor, your younger son? How, how old is he? Taylor's six years old. Six years old. Baby, man, my baby oh, boy. I, my baby boy, man. He's uh, now starting now, to get... Now, is he going to be the monster? Is he yeah, going he, he to be the monster, man. I, I, I really feel like he got the potential to be rich off playing the game. Like, like that, that guy, man, he has a personality. He will make you laugh. He smile a lot. You know what I mean? He's just a wonderful kid, man. He a hooper too. We just, we just, we just now starting with him though. So, you know, we just letting him do what he do right now. How many, so Terry's videos have gone viral. Everybody in the circuit knows who he is. What's, what's the most downloaded video has? How, how many, how many views the most downloaded video? Uh, Man, he got a few of them that got a million uh, views. He got a couple of them on YouTube uh, by Corsair Films. Uh, Overtime uh, posted him. He got a million views over there. Filet actually was the first video that he actually went viral. It was a funny video where he was, he crossed probably about 12 kids and made them fall. And he just was, you know, you know how Filet is, man. He be doing all type of funny stuff. And then he probably got about a good, he didn't been he didn't been featured on uh Sports Center. Uh LeBron James posted about him one time. It wasn't, it wasn't uh I, I ain't gonna say it was a good post, but LeBron James saying your name or I mean sharing something with your picture on it, it's always good. It don't matter what he say. <laughs> so so what how are you kind of gonna plan on keeping him level headed, right? Because like he's a thing. He's a, he walks in the gym and he's eleven years old and everybody knows who he is. Uh, how how do you keep him kind of at, at the right level? We well, you, you don't want to kill his confidence, right? But you don't want to walk around with the big head and be arrogant and uh, and be somebody that, that people don't admire. Yeah, I mean it's it's kind of that's kind of the roughest part of of with me and him is the balance of being coach and dad. You get what I'm saying? Like sometimes yeah. he need me to comfort him, and you know you know how dads are, man. We pretty hard on our kids sometimes. You know what I mean? And it's definitely, that's definitely a hard part to balance, but I kind of stay on him so he won't, because it's, it's you, me and you both know how hard it is to get to the league, you know what I mean? So I kind of can't let him get big-headed right now, because this is just like only, we're not even in the beginning yet, you know what I mean, until we touch the high school floor, you know what I mean? Like, then the process begins. So... I just, you know, you got to be humble, man. I, I'm definitely a believer of, of a higher power. You know what I mean? And I just believe the humble man always wins. You get what I'm saying? No question. No question. You have to humble yourself in order to really learn and be taught as well. For sure. Um, if if somebody wants to, let, let's, you only have a handful of spots left. Okay. But that, at the time, we're going to put this out. There's still some spots. How can somebody get their kid in the camp? Well, you know, they can go to my website www.t3tvsports.com you know they will see the flyer they can click on the link and you know just follow the steps click on register now 
you know, but you know, Doug, man, we got we got six hundred, probably about six hundred and twenty some kids right now, man. Like I didn't went over the limit, got lucky, got some more jerseys, and got got the trophies, and like they got they got to come quick, Doug. Like it's about to be over with. I feel you. Okay, what about what about if you're just in in the Midwest and you want to come watch the best uh, elementary and you and middle school prospects in the country, some high school kids as well. You want to come watch uh, Mason, Ohio. W where's the camp? How do they get there? Okay, well, you know, Mason, Ohio, uh, you, uh, Google Course for Sports, you know, facility. It's on uh, Redding Road. You know, it's on the outskirts of Cincinnati. You can take 75 or you can take the back roads, you know. I, I really don't know the direction. Are you, are you a back road guy or are you a 75 guy? Oh, man, I'm a 75 guy, but I'm getting older, so I kind of like the back roads. I'm starting to like new things, man. Like, I like cooking for my wife. I like barbecuing and stuff. Like, I'm I'm, I'm, I'm getting old, man, and, and it's feeling good to just chill. So, you know, the highway to be too much movement sometimes, man. You know, I got to hit them back streets. LeBron or Jordan? Oh, man, why are you going to do me like that? Come on, man. This is where Hooper's like. You, you know where LeBron from, right? I know where he's from. I mean, I, I, that's what I expect your answer to be, but maybe you'll surprise me. No, I don't let me, know. Let me, let, me, let me say this first. Michael Jordan, if you ever hear this, I love you, man. I love you, man. I promise you I love you. But LeBron James is the king. <laughs> LeBron James, man, you know you run the show. Who do you think wins the NBA title this year? You know who I just said, right? If you ain't got on yellow, you gone. You watched him last night, though, right? We ain't going to look. LeBron, look, this thing I like about LeBron, he just be laughing at everybody when everybody try to come at him with this and that. And then he just swift the, he flipped the switch on. And then he just, LeBron does what he wants, man. Like, he's playing with the league right now. He's not even playing serious. That's what I just feel like. That's just me. I don't feel like he's playing for real. I feel like he's just... We, we, we chilling, man. Bro, Anthony Davis had zero points in the second half. Like, what is going don't, don't, on? How, don't. how are you going to look, championship look, look, with look, AD look, again? Man, I ain't going to really speak on AD right now, but I do believe in him, and I believe he's going to turn it around. In Ohio, I mentioned Cleveland, Columbus, uh, Cincinnati, Dayton. What's the best hoop city? Dayton got some – we got some pros, man. I, I got I to gotta say Dayton on top. Dayton's, I'd say Dayton's underrated, right? Yeah, it, say it is. Underrated. That's why, I mean, it's kind of, it's small, but I got to say Dayton on top because of, like, we so, we small, but we always seem to make some noise, man. Like, we always seem to climb out the, the dust, like the dirt. It just. Who's the, who's the best player out of Dayton ever? Who's the, who's the, who's the guy, the best player of Dayton? If we, if we talking on, if we talking on their profile or what I didn't see, if we talking on their profile, or what I've been saying. Probably, in the, probably on the profile. Because, like, okay, so I grew up in Orange County. Orange County is south of Los Angeles. Yeah. And probably the best pro we have is Clay Thompson. Clay, Clay's the, the best in my I would say from their profile, from winning championships and just being around, you know, certain caliber of players, I would say Norris Cole. Then I would say uh, I got to go with Daquan Cook. I mean – some we got we got some people that didn't touch the floor, but them two the actual like Daquan Cook actually won the three point contest. Norris Cole actually won multiple, multiple, multiple NBA championships playing with D Wade and LeBron. You get what I'm saying? So from you you being from Dayton, you didn't made it to be next to 
Dwayne Wade and LeBron James, man, like we got it. We got to tell our how we got to take our hat off to you. Well, I can't wait to see you in person. This camp is amazing. Everybody's talking about it. I mean, over 600 kids is ridiculous. And, uh, and uh, we'll keep it going. And we look forward to seeing Terry the third place. Thanks so much for joining us. I appreciate you, man. And I'll see you real soon. My thanks to Terry, more so than anything. And he does it. Yes. Does he make money doing this camp? Of course. Right. You do the math. Find out how much it costs. 600 kids. Not sure how much the facility costs, the uniforms cost, but there's definitely uh, there's some overhead, but not a ton. He's going to make some money. But I can tell you from having been a parent at the camp and watching and understanding why it's so successful that it does, in fact, celebrate the kids, celebrate the players. And the kids like it. That's really kind of what it's about. It's kind of the wellspring for this type of basketball in the Midwest. And we'll report back on the stars of the future, if you will. I don't like the ratings either. It, Terry doesn't. But it is kind of a necessary part of telling kids what to shoot for and what to watch for. It's not the finish line, but it is a good kind of way of stacking kids at this point in their lives. My thanks to Terry Holt for joining me. I'm Doug Gottlieb. This is All Ball. The Big Take from Bloomberg News brings you what's shaping the world's economies with the smartest and best-informed business reporters around the world. We cover the stories behind what's moving money in markets and help you understand what's happening, what it means, and why it matters every afternoon. I'm Sarah Holder. I'm Saleya Mosin. And I'm David Gura. Listen to The Big Take on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. I'm Saleya Mosin, and I've covered economic policy for years and reported on how it impacts people across the United States. In 2016, I saw how voters were leaning towards Trump and how so many Americans felt misunderstood by Washington. So I started The Big Take DC. We dig into how money, politics, and power shape government and the consequences for voters. With new episodes every Thursday, you can listen to The Big Take DC on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts.